over the years, we've had so many different types of platforms for us communicating with the the world and getting the message out on radio. You know, before it was traditional radio networks were on. Then we're on different television networks all over the world. Um, then we went on to things like YouTube. In fact, I don't know if you know this or many of you know this, but we launched the world's first streaming daily devotion. That was like 20 years ago. And we had uh, millions of people uh, connecting with us all over the world. In fact, we had servers and proxy servers all over the place just to handle the amount of feeds. It cost us as much to put out a five-minute devotion as it did to uh, buy airtime on uh, television networks back in the day. But it was so encouraging to see what the Father did. And then we we had um, uh, other platforms where we had forums for our ministry community uh, with over 30, 40,000 members on those platforms. So, you know, it's amazing where we have come from and the different types of media systems that we can use today. And it's exciting that we can get out there with the scriptures. Hallelujah. We've got Wendy in New Jersey. Welcome. Good to see you. Uh, We've got Jeff in Missouri. Welcome, Jeff. Good to see you. We've got Arlene as as well uh, joining with us. I think it's... uh, Arlene, where are you? Are you in uh, Kentucky? If I remember correctly, I might be wrong on that. <laughs> but uh, great to see everyone joining together that we can be live, that we can stand upon his promises. Well, I've really been pressing in today and, you know, I've had quite an incredible day in the presence of Yehovah. It has been just awesome what uh, the Father has been doing. And I'm, I'm just pressing in because, you know what, we, we have many uh, parts of our year where we know that there is opportunities to bring transformation uh, in the spirit realm. You know, you know, there's, there's moments in time where you know that open window of heaven is there and you see and you recognize that acceleration of the spirit that's coming. And uh, it was one of those moments today as I've been pressing in. Ever since I woke up this morning, I've just been sensing such an acceleration in the spirit. And we're going to talk a little bit about that because I've been really focusing on the importance of faith within our kingdom life. And, you know, we've been... I had had a whole process where we're getting back to the roots. Now, what are we doing? We're getting back to the fruits. And, you know, I just really sense there's incredible acceleration that's coming up in this season. So, Father, we want to thank you for our time together. We break the assignments of the enemy. We release such a mighty outpouring of your Ruach HaKodesh. We thank you, Father, for your healing power. We thank you, Father, for faith that comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Yehovah. Father, transform our belief systems into alignment with you so that we can see your kingdom come. We can see your will done. We cancel out the assignments of the enemy and we proclaim that this is the day that Yehovah has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. We will not shrink back. We will not uh, uh, just hand over uh, the, the white flag to the enemy but we will stand our ground for such a time as this and we release the promises of Yehovah we proclaim that this is the hour 
for us to rise up and see the glory of Yehovah manifest. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. Oh, yeah. I'm encouraged. Welcome, Esther in Australia. Thanks for joining with us. Good to see you, sister. Yeah. Just getting blessed as uh, as we get ready. So, you know, like I was saying, it's time for acceleration. You know, there's different seasons within uh, our, our lives, within, in, especially in between the feasts. It's different seasons. In between the feasts, it's time to get the work done. It's time to bring the harvest in. And as I was pressing in today, I just saw how crucial these next 40 days are, taking us to the 2nd of January. What's so important about these 40 days? What, uh, what you know, what's the Father saying concerning these 40 days? And I just, I, you know, I just recognize I had this statement that I continually was making. I have made up my mind. I have made up with my, (laughs) I have made up my mind. I'm not going to shrink back, but I'm going to stand upon the promises of Yehovah. Strength is the matter of a mind that is made up. You know, you will operate in the power of Yehovah if your mind is made up. Woe to us if we are like a wave of the sea tossed to and fro. You know, you might ask for wisdom, but that doesn't mean that you're going to receive the wisdom of Yahovah if you're double-minded. We have to be the body of Messiah that has made up our mind. <coughs> so we're getting back to the fruits. We're getting back to spiritual alignment. We are not of the people who shrink back. If you're going through tough trials and you think, man, I tell you, I don't know if I can take it. I want you to know something. Whatever trial you are facing, the Father says you have the authority, you have the ability to press through because he will not allow any temptations or any trials to come across your life that he hasn't given you the ability to stand up under it. You are an overcomer. We are called to stand up and see the glory of Yehovah manifest within our lives. So we are not going to shrink back. We're going to be a people who have made up our minds. So here, as I look at what's happening in the land of Israel, and I home in on our effectiveness over the steps, over the decisions that we make, and how we can be effective in outreach, how we can be effective in proclaiming his kingdom in this land, and how do we apply that into action, I've really sensed that this 40 days is vitally important on how we press forward as a ministry. And what happens in these 40 days will determine the shaping of how next year in the um, Gregorian calendar looks. What's it going to look like? You know, what type of steps are we going to take? What's going to be our focus? So I've made up my mind. I'm going to focus in the presence of Yehovah. We're going to stand upon his promises. We're going to bring our lives into check for the purpose of his kingdom. Hallelujah. So let's just look at um, Proverbs chapter 4. I want to read a few verses in here from verse 20 to 27. Welcome, Melinda. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. And we've got Solomon as well in New Mexico. Blessings, brother. It's good to see you back. It's been a while, but I've been keeping you in prayer. Hallelujah. Okay, Okay, so verse 20. My son, 
Pay attention to what I say. Listen closely to my words. Do not let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to a man's whole body. Above all else, guard your heart for it is the wellspring of life. Above all else, guard your heart for it is the wellspring of life. Put away perversity from your mouth. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Hallelujah. Fix your gaze directly before you. Make level paths for your feet and take only the way uh, the ways that are firm. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Keep your foot from evil. Hallelujah. So we're talking about the alignment. We're talking about the order of Yehovah, seeing it established. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Don't worry about what's going on around you. Don't worry about the conditions of this world. We all know the conditions of the world is going south and we all know that the glory of Yehovah is going to get brighter and it's going to bring transformation and this is the hour for us to see an incredible awakening and outpouring of the Spirit. So let's not be a people who shrink back. Guard your hearts. It's the wellspring of life. If your heart is corrupt, if your heart is damaged, you're not going to see the blood flow uh, function properly. You're not going to see the decisions that you're making. Not that the heart is the blood pumping muscle within your body, but it's the, it's the center of who we are. Hallelujah. It's the wellspring of life. Are we healthy in the spirit? You might be failing in the flesh, but that doesn't mean you're weak on the inside. We've got to raise up or rise up with the strength of Yehovah to proclaim his promises. So over this next 40 days, I'm telling you, we're going to start pressing forward. We're going to start focusing on what the Father has called us to you know we're, we're not going to have our eyes going to and fro we're not going to think about all the different things that we can do or apply ourselves to we're going to fix our gaze directly before us in the presence of Yehovah make level paths for your feet we are going on a sure direction are you ready for victory are you ready for the battles to be won? Are you ready? You know, look, I'm not living for breakthrough. I'm living for the God of the breakthrough. And we are focused on what? <laughs> Seek first the kingdom of Yehovah and his righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. So we're not going to seek the hand. We're going to seek the face of Yehovah. It's about our relationship. It's our gaze. We're going to proclaim the level pass for our feet. We're going to do the work that is required to make sure that we're not going to the left and the right. This is time for uh, acceleration. This is, this is time for um the growth that the Father has planned for our lives. We're not going to sit back and allow the enemy to rob any longer. We're going to take back what the devil is stealing. And we're going to proclaim that this is the hour. We're going to rise from slumber. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 13. Make level paths for your feet and take only ways that are firm. We're talking about the walk of faith. 
So the world might think the direction you're going in doesn't make sense. The world might think that you are operating out of foolishness. But what is the word of Yehovah? What's the word of Yehovah? What is he saying directly to you? Are you receiving the words from heaven? Are you receiving direction from heaven? And we're at that place right now where I'm telling you, I just sense in the spirit that for Bulldozer Faith and God of Life Ministries, we are putting our foot down. We've been in warfare since 2014. And yes, we see that we are pressing forward. And sometimes it feels like inch by inch. But here's the reality. We are moving forward. We are moving forward into victory. There is nothing that the Father hasn't put before us that he hasn't equipped us to overcome and this is the time of his victory this is the time of his deliverance do not swerve to the right or to the left keep your foot from evil don't swerve to the right or to the left you've got to fix you've got to set your gps in the Ruach HaKodesh. Hallelujah. What are we doing? We're waiting for the instructions only from him. We need the heavenly ways in operation. Amen? It's not just ways, you know, directing us along the road, but we need the heavenly ways, which is by the Spirit. So how are you hearing the voice of the Spirit? Are you set? Are you prepared to be set in the Spirit? Do you see the progress you are making? Are you appalled at just how slowly things are going? But don't worry, as long as you are going, that's the key. Just don't be stagnant. Don't get stuck. And don't just step back, but press forward. I'll never forget when Haley and I were in Ireland. We went there when Hannah was just a baby, 23, uh, 22 and a half years ago, 22 years ago. And um, when the day came for us to leave, it was coming up for, uh, uh, maybe it was like the, you know, it was probably the 2nd of January or something like that. Yeah. And it was, it was the beginning of the new year and we were coming back uh, to get the ferry boat to go back to England. And we had these severe gales. They were telling everyone, get off the roads, don't be on the roads. Trees are coming down, torrential rain, hailstones, all sorts of crazy weather. But we had to catch this ferry and we had to go from the uh, the top west corner of Ireland all the way down to uh, the coast to get the ferry to go to Wales. And we are pressing forward in this incredible storm. You can hardly see in the midst of the storm. You've got to be fixed on the road before you. Why? You haven't got time to lose concentration. The wipers are going at high speed and we want to switch on our Holy Ghost wipers and we want to get fixed, and we are coming through. And there's all different types of obstacles flying through the air, but we are coming through. We are proclaiming the protection of a mighty God over our lives, over our journey that we are on. And that's what Haley and I were like with Hannah in our uh, baby seat in the back. We're pressing forward, and we're proclaiming the protection of Yehovah. We couldn't go fast. We had to drive slow. We had to drive in a way where we could see. And that's the key. You have to drive at the speed that you can see. If you can't see too far, don't drive too fast. Adjust your speed. We have to be adjusted to the things of the Spirit. 
and we eventually get to that ferry boat and uh, they get us all on the boat and this boat is going to sail this huge ship is going to sail and you know we get everything organized you know we get to our cabin we got a cabin so we could just go and sleep uh, for this night trip uh, to Wales and uh, you know we left about you know we're about 45 minutes after we left and I thought you know I'm settled into the cabin I've got everything sorted for Haley and Hannah and I thought I'm just gonna go have a little look and just see what the weather's like outside and you know we left ages ago I get out there and you know I'm walking up to the deck so we can see and it's blowing a gale it's something else and I'm looking out and I'm like, what are those lights over there? And I'm like, look, it's the pier. Why is the pier there? I thought we left like 45 minutes an hour ago. Why is the pier there? So I asked one of the, the crew uh, that were walking by. I said, you know, I thought we left. Are we, are we not left yet? And he said, oh, yeah, we left about 45 minutes ago. He says, we are moving out of the pier inch by inch. And they're confident. The pilot of the ship is confident. He's got the power on and he's completely satisfied that he's, that he's gaining inch by inch because he knows eventually he is going to break uh, through from the pier and get out into the open sea where he can get even more power on and get on with his journey in the midst of the storm. And this boat had stabilizers. So once it did eventually break out, once it got out into the sea, at the beginning it was rock and roll, you know? Then the stabilizers were applied, and all of a sudden, in the rough seas, it was stabilized. And I want you to know something. In the midst of the storm, in the midst of what you face, Yeshua, he might have been sleeping on the boat while everyone else is panicking and in fear. And when he wakes up, the first thing he does is not tell the, the, the storm and the wind to be still, the first thing he does is he rebukes them for their unbelief. He rebukes them for their lack of faith. And then he deals with the storm. And I want to tell you that in the midst of the storm, we are called to stand strong. We're called to stand strong. So in this season, over these next 40 days, I want us to be engaged, to be praying for the work of bulldozer faith and the things that we do in media and what we do here in the land of Israel, that we will see an advancement and a breaking and a breakthrough by the Spirit of Yehovah. I am calling the body of Messiah together that we will daily pray over these 40 days that the testimonies that we will witness in these 40 days will transform this ministry into a whole new dimension why because my mind is made up you know i'm not on this journey to sit back i'm not on this journey to to uh, operate in defeat you know i wrote a statement down as i was walking with the dog today and uh this was the statement i wrote down uh it was from miles monroe uh one of his books he said a loser in life is actually a winner who could not wait a loser in life is actually a winner who couldn't wait so we are called to press through and we are called to align ourselves in the spirit we don't want to be losers you want to be a loser i'm not going to give up I wasn't born to give up. 
we are called to overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And when people watch your life and they see how you handle trials, that you know, they, they don't, you know, look, your testimony only has effect when we see the fruits of how you live your life. I don't know what your testimony is until you face a challenge. I don't know what your testimony is until something comes against you. And then we get to see the character of who you are and how you respond to the challenge that is before you. So it's in the face of adversity that we actually understand who we are. It's in the face of adversity that we can identify where our faith walk is at. And together, corporately, we can press forward together. And like I said, these 40 days, these 40 days, we're going to intercede. We're going to pray. We'll have seasons of fasting. We'll have seasons of pressing, seasons of rejoicing. And I truly believe that over these 40 days, that what we see as bulldozer faith is going to move into a new dimension. We are not going to sit and, and allow the enemy to uh, to uh, bring more uh, um, challenges against the purposes of Yehovah. Yeah, those challenges can come, but they will all be overcome. It is time for us to overcome. And I believe that one can send a thousand to flight to ten thousand. What will happen if we will stand together to make a difference? Do you believe that this is the hour that this gospel of the kingdom needs to be preached to this generation? There's so many false gospels out there. There's so many broken messages out there that is so out of alignment, especially concerning the end times and what day we are living in. We are um, ignorant to biblical prophecy concerning the return of Israel to the land. We're ignorant of Bible prophecy concerning these things. Do you think that modern-day Zionism is, uh, is, is the key that you are called to hang your coat on and confirmed prophecy? When we see that this modern-day Zionism's number one focus is anti-Mashiach, it's anti-Messiah, it's not that the Father can't bring change, and yes, we will pay the price to minister to the Jewish people and the Arabs within this land and those sojourners in this land. Yes, we will stand, we will minister, but we can't subscribe to modern-day Zionism. We have to subscribe to biblical Zionism. What happens when we subscribe to modern-day Zionism? You will embrace a false element of Judaism. Because you have no other way to work out how the believers in Messiah and the Jews come together. You won't be able to see any other way. But here's the reality. Yeshua died and the, and the new covenant that we see in Jeremiah chapter 31. What's it concerning? It's a new covenant for the house of Israel and for the house of Judah. So who are God's chosen people? Only those who are found in Messiah. So what's our job? Our job is to minister the gospel of the kingdom to this generation. So we speak to the Jews. We make them jealous because of the works of the Meshuah HaMashiach within our lives. But our, our message to them is repent for the kingdom of Yehovah is at hand. 
That's the message that Yeshua came with. He didn't come and say, well, all the nations repent, but it's okay, you're Jewish, everything's going to be fine for you. No, he said, you are, you are steeped in false teaching. You are being led by the blind. Woe to you, teachers of the law. <laughs> you don't even know who I am. Who is your father? It's not Abraham. That was Yeshua's word. Oh man, maybe that was anti-Semitic and how, <laughs> not that that's even the proper term, but that's the term they use here in the land on how Jewish people are treated concerning their faith. But we are called to intercede and to passionately press in to bring salvation and deliverance here in the land of Israel. So I want you to stand with us. I want you to, uh, you know, I'm asking you to stand that we make a commitment to press in in prayer, to press in financially, that we will break through, that we will move into a whole new dimension. It is time for discipleship training manuals to be written. It's time for, for key studies to be put together to minister to the Jewish people that can be translated into Hebrew and translated into Arabic for the uh, for the, the Arabs in the land. And, you know, this is time. Russian, we've got to minister to the Russians, to the Arabs, to the Jews. It's time for us to reach out and be effective within our faith. The Father has been giving me some downloads that I'm starting to work on right now, which I discover I'm witnessing all the time. Every opportunity I get to share my faith and to minister the love of Yeshua, I am sharing about Yeshua on an ongoing basis. And during this lockdown, you know, it's not as uh, it's not as frequent as it usually is you know, when everyone's open to talk, right now you start talking to people and they're running off. They're like, where's your mask? Oh, I'm out of here. You know, I was down at the beach in Casaria this morning, just walking along the beach, and I came out to the car park area, and they've got these whole uh, drive through ways and tents and stuff that are getting put up, and they're getting ready. I think they started today to vaccinate the nation, you know, uh, so you can come and get your vaccination against COVID. Well, you know, someone asked me, are you going to get the vaccination? I am not going to get the vaccination. I'm not going down that road. No matter what it costs, I'm not going down that road. That's my stand right now. I don't know if there's enough evidence over what they are offering or what they are trying to inject into our bodies. It's not happening. But anyway, we see this controlling factor that's not just going on here in Israel. It's happening all over the world. Just you watch and wait and see what's going to happen and how you're going to be treated if you're not vaccinated. You know, it's like when we moved to America, you should have seen what the school system put our family through, demanding on the vaccinations that Hannah had to have before she was allowed to walk onto the premises of the school. They made it sound like it was totally illegal and that there was no insurance if, if Hannah wasn't vaccinated. And we didn't, we didn't know. We were just uh, oblivious to the laws and they were just pounding us, pounding us. We took Hannah. She got those vaccinations. The next thing, she was in hospital. She ended up with shingles at seven years old. She had uh, all different types of attacks uh, within her health. And crazy things started to open up because of those vaccinations. 
So over the years, we've learned through experience that this is not the way that we want to walk. And sometimes, you know, well, not sometimes. You look at the ingredients in these vaccinations. Is that really what we want to be pumping into our bodies uh, with parts of feces from abortions and all sorts of crazy stuff? Anyway, praise Yahovah. So what are we doing? We're talking in Proverbs chapter 4. We're talking about the alignment. Let your eyes look straight ahead. And as we are pressing in, as we are asking you, as the body of Messiah, I'm asking you, will you stand with us? I need, uh, I need you to stand with us. And I know that together we can see a breakthrough. Why? Because the call of Yahovah that's upon your life and upon my life is bigger than me and it's bigger than you. If it's not bigger than you, the call that's on your life, maybe it's not the, the call of Yahovah. You need to seek him. Because where, you know, where he calls you, he will always call you to things that are far bigger and greater than you. And as we go to the scriptures, we see so many testimonies of the most unqualified people who are being used to bring transformation. The most unqualified. They are not qualified. You know, if it goes from Abraham to go from Moses to David to uh, Joseph, you know, you see their lifestyles and the things that they do, the decisions that they make. And you see the failings, you see the breakdowns, and you see the places where you think, how can the Father use these people? But he does. Moses can't speak. Well, I can't speak. I don't know how to speak. You know, I gave up on my destiny when I committed murder. Can you imagine There's Moshe. He brings the children of Israel out. He knows that he has murdered. And then at Mount Sinai, one of the commands is, Thou shall not murder. How do you think that felt? Why? Every one of the commandments were given were because the, the whole house of Israel was already breaking every single one of them. And the commandments were given to align us back to the path of righteousness. These commandments are given. Why? Because we are failing in all of them. So now when we see them, we understand what sin is. Sin is the trespass of the Torah. It's the trespass of his laws. And we have failed. We don't deserve eternal life if it wasn't for the works of Yeshua. So we stand upon his promises. We stand and we proclaim this is the hour of the victory of Yehovah. Hallelujah. Turn with me to Mark chapter 12. So, you know, look, are you ready for the next 40 days? Are you ready? Are you ready for the times when we're going to fast? Are you ready for the times that we're going to press in? And, you know, this is not just about bulldoze of faith. This is about us as the family of Yehovah standing together. I believe that as we stand to see this ministry break forward into a new dimension, it's going to bring transformation over your lives, over your call, and over all of our walks together. Hallelujah. There's nothing more joyous and joyful than walking together in unity and seeing the manifestation of a mighty God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. Thank you, Father. 
What verse are we reading here? Okay, verse 30. I tell you the truth. This is Mark chapter 14, verse... Uh, no, it's not Mark chapter... It's Mark chapter 12. I'm in the wrong. I'm looking at that thinking, what is going on? Um, verse 30. Here we go. Verse 29. <coughs> Hold on. Verse 28 of Mark chapter 12. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating, noticing that Yeshua had given them a good answer. He asked him, of all the commandments, what are the most important? The most important one answered Yeshua is this. Hear, O Israel, Yahovah your Elohim, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your Elohim with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind and with all of your strength. And these are some of the key things that we're going to be looking at. With all of your heart, come on, we're not going to shrink back with this half-hearted approach. This is why I said the other day, how are things going in the department of meditating on the Word? Are we meditating to the place where we are applying the things that we are meditating? You know, when David stood before Goliath, he stood there and, and surely he had scars. You can't fight the lion and the bear. You can't fight, uh, uh, you know, these uh, wild animals without coming out with any form of scratches, you know. Uh, tonight when I was out walking, you know, <laughs> this community in Casaria is something else. You know, you got all these big dogs and stuff running the streets. Some of them are escaping out of fences. And anyway, I had a standoff with this cross between an Alsatian and husky type of dog. And um, we're just walking along, minding our own business. I'm walking Joey Jack Russell. And then all of a sudden, this dog comes along. All the hair is up on the back of its neck and it's like getting ready. And I'm looking at it and I'm saying, you want to mess with me? I will take you out. <laughs> you know, we've got to understand who we are, that we have authority. If you've got a spirit of fear, what do you think that animal is going to see? As it's looking, you know, even Joey's getting behind me. He's thinking, oh, I don't know if I want to be in the direct path of this dog. And I'm basically looking at this dog, standing off with this dog. You want to mess with me? I'm going to take you out. And then... We have this standoff for a little bit of time and then I start to walk and he walks and I turn around and I'm shh, and I'm pointing at it. I'm saying, you want to mess with me? <laughs> or you need to back off. And this big dog that's feeling like it's all dominant all of a sudden says, okay, I'm not going to have a fight with this guy. And I just turned and I started to walk away and the dog turned and walked in another direction. But we've got to know how to stand our ground. If an animal sees you shrink back and it's a dangerous animal, what's it going to do? It's going to think, this is weakness. I'm going to pursue you. But David, through meditation, through understanding the authority, understanding the power of Yahovah, he knew that he could stand his ground against the lion, against the bear. He was not afraid. Why? Because he knew his God. Do you believe? Do you know your God? Are you standing in that place? Hear, O Israel, Yahovah your Elohim, the Lord is one. <laughs> he is not divided. We don't have 
three and a half or thirty million gods like Hinduism. Love Yahovah your Elohim with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, with all of your strength. I love you, Yahovah. We fix our gaze upon him. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Why? It contains the first uh, five commandments, the second five commandments of the Ten Commandments. This is the build-up of what we see. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 4 and 5, and Leviticus chapter 19, verse 18. Hallelujah. We stand upon the promises of his Torah. We proclaim his victory. The hour has come for us to rise up and be everything that the Father has called us to be. One of my favorite scriptures is in, uh, apart from James, of course I love James, you know, but if you go to the book of Romans, Romans chapter 8, anyone like Romans chapter 8? Sometimes I just love just to sit down and just read this out loud and proclaim this chapter out loud, but in verse 5 it says, Those who live according to the sinful nature have their minds set on what that nature desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. So the question is, is your mind made up? Is your mind set? I've made up my mind. I don't know about you, but I've made up my mind. And over these next 40 days, we're going to press forward in Yeshua's name to see the victory in Messiah. What does it say in verse 6? The mind of sinful man is death, but the mind controlled by the Spirit is life. So it doesn't matter what you face, you are not breaking down, (laughs) you are not being destroyed as long as your mind is set upon that which the Spirit has called you to. Guess what? You are heading towards life and life more abundantly. You're heading towards peace. The sinful mind is hostile to Elohim. It does not do what? Submit to Elohim's instructions, nor can it do so. Those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please Elohim. So, Father, we come together tonight, and what are we asking for? We're asking that what we do, how we live, how we function, will be a blessing and will please your holy name. It will please your holy name. We're taking a stand. We're saying it is time. It is time. You know, we are not going to shrink back, but we will press forward. I can't wait to see the supernatural transformation in the lives of many here in the land of Israel. I can't wait to see the number of people who are going to be released into their destiny and calling because they will have the ability to hear like they have never heard before. It's not your ability just to try and work things out on your own. No, listen, when he speaks his word, Gideon, you mighty man of war, you mighty man of valor, who me? When you hear from heaven who Yehovah says you are, it will change everything. So here's the question. Are you going to believe who you are in the spirit? Or are you going to believe based on your flesh? Are you going to shrink back? 
Or are you going to focus and move forward? Hallelujah. Romans chapter 7 in the previous chapter, I just want to read a couple of verses. Um, Verse 21. So I find this law at work when I want to do good. Evil is right there with me. And why am I saying this? I want you to understand the battle that we are about to face over these next 40 days. The, The challenges. Here's the weather forecast, guys. Are you ready for the weather forecast? The storms are here. The heavy rain, the thunderstorms, you know, we're going to have some uh, hurricanes coming in in this uh, season over this next 40 days. We're going to have spiritual events that are going to be so severe that we are going to have to stand upon the rock of Yehovah. Why don't you build on the stand? Because when those hurricanes come and those waves come pounding in, it's going to reshape what the sand looks like. So the shape of the ground is going to change. But we need to be set upon the rock of Yeshua. We have to be standing upon the rock. So I find this law at work. When I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For my, uh, for in my inner being, I delight in Elohim's law, but I see another law at work in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner to the law of sin at work within my members. What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body of death? What a wretched man. We recognize who we are in the flesh. Never forget who you are in the flesh, but never forget who you are in the spirit. But thanks be to Elohim through Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself in my mind am a slave to Elohim's law but in the sinful nature, a slave to the law of sin. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Yeshua, the Messiah. Because through Messiah, Yeshua, the law of the Spirit of life has set me free from the law of sin and death. I am free. I am free. I am not going to be bound. It doesn't matter what the devil throws at me. I'm not going to lose my faith. Why? I'm set. I made up my mind. I've made up my mind. So where's your faith? You ever get to the place where you're doubting God? You know, maybe sometimes you've got fear. Maybe sometimes you're going through that. But we have got to get to the place where we move into a new dimension. We move into a new gear by the Spirit, that we get to the place where we witness the release of the power of the Holy Spirit manifesting within our life. For what the law was powerless to do, in that it was weakened by my sinful nature, Elohim did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful man to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in sinful man, in order that the righteous requirements of the law might be fully met in us who do not live according to the sinful nature, but according to the Spirit. So you've got to make a decision how you're going to live. How are you going to live? Do you want to witness corporate breakthrough 
where we come together as the people of Yehovah and we see the transformation of the Spirit. There's something more incredible about seeing the unity of the body of Messiah pressing forward and the incredible miracles that's going to start happening all over the world within your life, within your community, within your families. Are you ready for supernatural transformation? Are you ready for the change? You know, it's one thing to fast on your own and to press in on your own. It's another thing to come together corporately. And we're not just we're not going to have a 40-day fast. That's not what we're going to do. But we're going to have 40 days of setting our mind and making sure our mind is set that we stand upon his promises, that we are not going to shrink back. We're not going to shrink back, but we are going to see the promises of Yehovah established within our life. Father, we worship you. We proclaim your, uh, your word as the authority in our lives. In Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3, it says, You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind, <clears throat> whose mind is stayed on you, because he trusts in you. Because he trusts in you. Trust and obey. There's no other way to be happy in Yeshua than to trust and obey. Trust and obey. You keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on you. Have you made up your mind? Are you making up your mind? Do you find that sometimes your emotions can get the better of you? You know, it's not about, you know, just it's not just about how many words do we pray? What do we say in prayer? The question is, do we believe? It's the prayer of faith that brings transformation. Do you believe? Is your prayer life filled with belief? Or are you just speaking the word and you don't really know, you don't really care? But we have got to believe. We've got to stand upon his promises and understand who the Father is. Thank you, Father. It says in Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, I'm reading on the English Standard Version. I'm looking at some different versions here. It says, For I, Yehovah, do not change Therefore you, O children of Yaakov, are not consumed. Who am I? I am the Lord who doesn't change. I don't change. I don't change. So let me tell you something. Everything that's happened around you is going to have to change because Yehovah is coming through. You're not going to change. He's not going to change. Why? He is dwelling within us. This is the hour. This is the hour to stand so I want to ask you to do a few things. I want you to, each day, just uh, take a note. If you're writing on your iPhone, I like to write on my iPhone, on my note system. Just take a note of the words that the Holy Spirit is saying to you each day. I want to ask you to stand and intercede for bulldozer faith. We are at critical moments, critical moments. We have got lawsuits right on the edge of the breakthrough, dealing with corruption, dealing with the attacks. Why the devil doesn't want us to move forward in this land. He's been looking at ways on how he pushes us down, dealing with anti-missionaries, dealing with evil spirits, and all different types of assignments and conflicts that are evil. 
And we are pressing forward. We are moving forward, moving forward, moving forward. And I can look back at all of the time. And let me tell you something. I'm not shrinking back. I see victory after victory after victory. I see step by step. And then I see how the enemy wants to come in. And he wants to uh, uh, rob uh, the words of Yehovah steal the victory. He wants to uh, try and assault you again after you've already won a battle. And we need to stand together because I believe that we are building the ministry here in the land for such a time as this. And it's, you know, we need help. We need people to stand with us. We need people to commit to the mission of what we are called to do by the Spirit. What is the focus of this ministry? We are here to edify and build the body of Messiah. We are here to equip the saints for action. It is time for the fruit of Yehovah to be manifesting, not just within our lives, but within our community, that we will see a community rise up in the nations that will stand together, walk together, and be victorious together. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. So anyway, that's just the foundation of what I want to lay tonight. I am so excited about what the Father is doing, what he is saying. I am not going to shrink back, but you know, um, this is not a negative time. It's a positive time. The challenges that I'm facing today, hallelujah, that the Father sees me worthy for such challenges. That the Father has already recognized that these things that I'm going through, these things that we are facing uh, as a ministry, as a family here in the land, <laughs> they are they have come into our lives for such a time as this, for the glory of Yehovah to be manifest. And through it, what do I see? I see salvation. I see deliverance. I see healings. I see the outpouring of his spirit. The, you know, more things are birthed in the midst of turmoil than are birthed in the place of, of peace. For example, look at GPS that we have in all our vehicles, that we have on our cell phones. Where did it originate from? It was a masterpiece of design that was required for the first Iraqi war because it was the only way that they were able to guide the troops into Iraq uh, to come against Saddam Hussein. That's where it first came out. And a lot of these things start in the military realm and the technology realm that's used for military, then it filters through to civilian devices. So, you know, it's in the midst of the conflict that we need to be innovative by the Spirit. What designs need to be uh, created? What structures need to be put together so that we can overcome the assignments of the enemy? And through all, what's the purpose? Victory. The purpose is breakthrough, transformation by the Spirit. So we want to allow Yehovah to operate through our lives and bring the deliverance. It's time that we crush the head of Hasatan, just like Yeshua. That's what he has done. <laughs> he is the snake crusher. Hallelujah. It is time for us to see the victory in Messiah. So anyway, get ready for what's coming up in these coming days. If you're blessed and encouraged with the message, I want to encourage you. 
stand with us. I want to encourage you as well. Share with other people around you to join with us. Share with others to join with us. Let's raise up an army. Gideon, he's the least of the least. And before you know it, in the midst of despair because of the oppression that Israel was going under, all of a sudden, a nation who was full of Baal worship and, and, and false gods, who were already in deferred hope concerning the, the one true God, all of a sudden a change comes in the nation and a people start to put their eyes on Yahovah and 30,000 people rise up and say, Gideon, we're walking with you. Now that number is going to get reduced because there's a core that gets reduced. Only 300 went out that could be trusted, that didn't have a care about their own self-interest. They weren't doing it for their self. They were doing it for the purpose of deliverance and to see the, the victory of Yehovah manifest. That's what they were doing. So if you get your face down and just stuff into the water and you're drinking, if you're not sapping and looking around and making sure that your brothers and sisters around you are in safety, if you're not alert, you're not coming into battle. So let's be those that learn the lessons of our faith so that we can be stronger. So I encourage you, share with others. Let's encourage others to stand, and especially over the ministry here in Israel. You know, listen, we need support. We need people to stand with us financially. Maybe you're not giving to the ministry and you're asking the Father, where should I be giving? Then I want to ask you to prayerfully consider sowing on a monthly basis, sowing one-time offerings into Bulldozer Faith, that this next 40 days will bring in an incredible financial harvest uh, that, that we don't go into next year without uh, uh, clearing all of the, the uh, costs of this year, that we will see them all taken care of and we'll walk into next year in the victory, equipped to do the work of the gospel of Yehovah. So I'm excited, but encourage others to join us. If you've got testimonies, if the Father is speaking to you, if he's given you words, I just want to say praise Yehovah for Ian. He sent me a message. We prayed uh, the other day uh, when we were on the Zoom call on Sunday, and he has a trapped nerve in his back, and he's seen it released. It's releasing, and he, he noticed a significant dif difference when we came together and prayed for him during that Zoom call. So praise Yehovah for the victory that we are seeing. I know that we have many testimonies of lives who are experiencing incredible victory. Their minds are being set. How they deal with relationships are changing. How they are aligned in the spirit to operate within the, with the right heart, the right function, it's changing. People are telling me their boldness is increasing. Their witness is increasing. We're having incredible testimonies coming in. So if you have a testimony... Share your testimony with us, Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. You'll see in the header uh, my email address. If you're listening by podcast, we appreciate you uh, coming in from the nations. And I encourage you, use the podcast as well. Share the podcast. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on uh, Speaker. We're on Google Podcasts. Um, oh, like a whole string, loads of them. Let me tell you stuff. It's going all over the world. 
People are connecting with the devotional times all over the world. Praise the name of Yeshua. It's such a blessing to see how the message is getting out there. And that's one of the areas that we want to be uh, the most uh, prominent is through our podcasts. Because people, uh, they can be listening and watching Spotify and they can still function with other things at the same time. If you're watching on YouTube on your cell phone, as soon as you put your phone in your pocket or you close your screen or whatever, uh, it switches off the YouTube. But if you're watching or listening on Spotify or on some other um, uh, uh, device, what happens is, you know, it'll keep playing. So that's why we encourage people to uh, share the feeds Uh, for the podcast and to use your apps for podcasts uh, with those feeds and share that with others as well. Anyway, praise Yahovah. If you want to give, it's bulldozerfaith.com forward slash give. Over these 40 days, if you want to make a pledge and say, listen, we we are going to press in financially with Bulldozer Faith, then send me an email, you know, send in your pledges and what the Holy Spirit is saying to you. You might have things in your garage things in your house that the father's saying you know what you might not have a lot of money right now but if you sell that item that's been sitting in the garage for the last 10 years sow it into the kingdom let's sow into the kingdom here in the land of israel and sow into what we're doing as a ministry so that we can be an encouragement to even more people and get the message out to uh, a larger audience hallelujah